Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host, Nathan Judah, and Wolves correspondent, Tim Spears. Chip, to the footy, what the cutie! Oh yes, it's episode 129. It's 129. It is the ENS. Wall Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Judah. I'm here with the beautiful Mr. Timothy Spears. Tim, how the devil are you? Oh, I'm going to miss this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I tried to, I was going to start, I, was, I wanted an Italian song. And yeah. uh, so I was going to go Ness and Dorma. Yeah. Because, you know, I thought it was classic, Italian 90. We all, we all, we all remember it, Pavarotti. Yeah. God, God rest his soul. And um, Cornetto. There was four and a half minutes. Give me Cornetto. <laughs> four. Give it to me. Delicious ice cream from Italy. How, how many how many national stereotypes are you going to fit in this season? <laughs> Plenty more to come, um, but yeah, they were too long. So, so I went to Gino Ginelli, which obviously is, is, is an absolute. I remember it well from my childhood. Happy memories. That is because we are, we are going to Italy. We're going to Turin. We're going to to Torino. Um, eight nil on aggregate, and we are live. It's late night potty time. The time is eleven fifty seven, and we are from Muller New Bebe. Late night love, oh. baby. I'll say it again. Late night love. Oh yeah, bit of Graham Torrington. Bit of who? Oh no, you're not. From, sorry, you're not from around here. He was. Uh, they had the show on Beacon Radio, the old Beacon Radio. What's that? Called Late Night Love. Right. Okay. Uh, hosted by Graham Torrington. He had a very sultry, sexy voice. Did he? And it was like a love phone in, phone in with your love problems. Oh really? Yeah. A- agony aunt situation. Uncle. Agony Ooh. uncle. Agony uncle. Okay. Did you phone in at all? You've had some problems in your day, by the way. <laughs> 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 you had some issues. <laughs> You've broken some hearts. <laughs> Goodness me. He's left me again. Uh, good start. Uh, good start, good start, good start. Uh, look, we, lo- we love this saying, don't we? Bit different to 7am um, yes, Istanbul outside of Burger King, I'll be oh, honest. Where are we? we we're, in, we're at Molyneux, we're in box uh, 20, uh, looking over, looking out onto a beautiful pitch. The, uh, the grass lights are on, we're the last ones to end the building, but the kindly letters, the wall was beautiful media stuff. Uh, it's all dark, yeah. all the pictures dark, except for one grass light yes. in the six yard, in one six yard box. Well, yeah, that's sure. because why? Well, because that's where all, all the uh, all the play was second half. I mean, Punic keepers still having nightmares. That's why the goal, goal, goal. Everyone was around. That's where that's where Wolves were camped second half. He barely had a save to make. Actually, the well, old, he just didn't save anything, did he? Punic shot stopper. No, old uh, <laughs> old, <laughs> old, old old number one there. <laughs> <laughs> Give him his name. <laughs> Poor guy. He's listening to this on on the flight home. <laughs> <laughs> Old number one guy. 
Oh, decent. Uh, yeah, so we, we love this. This is definitely more of our comfort zone. Bit of late night love. We're, we're, a, little, we're a little bit... Um, go on, give him a minute. Dragajevic. Oh, player, by the way. Dragon player. Player. <laughs> They're all in pop world now. They were They were good. They were good. Stankoff. No, no, they weren't. Miriam. Yeah. Miriam would have played better. Um, yeah, they were, they were shite, weren't they? Oh, wow, there we are. <laughs> Boom! There we are. That is why it is. It's a witching hour. It is midnight now. You're listening to Tim Spears. We're going to miss this. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, look, 8-0. You can't really you can't really read too much into it, but but it was well, enjoyable. We'll, we'll, try. well, we will, because we've got to fill in got another 45 right? minutes. Yeah. But it was nice to see. I mean, we, we talked about the press conference yesterday and uh, Nuno keeping his class close to his chest and we thought, oh, he's not going to make too many changes. Well, he bugger me, he did. He made nine into the devil. Um, and uh, it was it was interesting and took a while to get going. But I thought some some players impressed, impressed me. Some of the, some of the newbies. How many minutes are we in? Um, we are five minutes in. Five minutes in, bugger and shite so far. So, so, so I, I'm leaving. I don't care. I'll, I'll say anything. Wow. It's not, it's not me who's going to get in trouble. Wow, you should see some of the questions later on. What are they going to do? Make me leave early? Oh, <laughs> oh trying to force their hands. Um, oh, a successful evening. Yeah. I, I'm happy because he, he made changes, mm. but the guys that came in did well. He's, he's rested his first teamers. New signings all, all kind of showed what they can do, I think. Yeah. So it went, went really well, actually. Our whole of Europe's going well. I'm so impressed. Mm. I'm so impressed. I know people say a piece of piss with with the... With, wow, with piss the sta- as well. <laughs> with the standard... Keep counting, everyone. That's three. <laughs> with the standard of... The opposition. complaints are going to come in. Standard of opposition, right? Mm. Obviously not great. But I've got to say, if uh, the lazy comparison with Burnley, you know, a year ago, would Burnley have done this? Smash these teams to pieces? Wolves look accomplished to me. They, they look ready. Yeah. They look suited to um, European style. Yeah. I've seen a huge amount of it because Crusaders are very kind of British in their approach. Mm. But they struggled so much last season against defensive-minded teams and they've scored 14 goals in four matches against defensive-minded mm. teams. Mm. You can't ask for much more than that, in my opinion, especially since there's a lot of that has been pre-season when they're supposed to be still rusty. Sure. They've, they've put these teams to the sword. They've been clinical, which was a weakness of theirs last year. They look ready to me. They look mm. ready to take on Torino, that's for sure. Uh, have they got enough to, to fight on both fronts, do you feel? Looks like it at the moment. Mm. Looks like it at the moment. If you can make nine changes yeah. and the performance levels didn't dip at all no. compared to last Thursday when mm. he had his first team. Mm. So I, I'm, I'm not seeing many weaknesses in the squad at the moment, to be honest. No. In fact, um, the only weakness is going to be a, a horrendous tackle and injury, really, at this moment in time. The defence, I mean, Kilman, it's hard to judge Kilman and Balejo tonight, although Balejo looked good on the ball going forward. But from a defensive point of view, they've not been they've not really been tested. Mm-hmm. So if there was an injury to Bennett, Cody or Bolly, then we'll see them, there might be a weak link in the defence there. But other than that, Catroni, for me, is the big plus. For me... Yes. I thought he did everything but score tonight. Didn't score, but... Uh, he's got so much about him. He's got confidence. He's got a bit of arrogance. Mm. He's got incredible work rate. He looks like he's got balls to me. Yeah. Really ballsy kind yeah. of player who's yeah. going to be a fan's favourite and he's going to upset defenders and offer something different. Yeah, and look, he was it's, a three, it's a three-pronged attack now, isn't mm. it, really? It's not just two and a, and a backup as um, as maybe the, the, maybe thought. I think he's got a great chance and he's going to be a very important part moving forward. Oh, especially with the amount of games I've got coming up. Yeah. Five in 14 days coming up. All games that you really want to win. All mm-hmm. intense matches. Mm-hmm. Two against Torino. Man United at home. Burnley at home. 
got to really get a good footing in the league, you know, yeah. with a couple of decent home results. And then Everton away, one of their potentially one of their rivals for kind of sixth, seventh spot. So big games coming up. He's not going to play the same team in every game. No, I don't think he can. So Cotroni, if you can just slot in and, mm. and keep Jimenez on his toes, and it was put to Nuno the other day, would you consider playing Jota out wide if if Cotroni and Jimenez was your front mm. two? And he, he, did, he didn't didn't uh, flatten that suggestion at all. He said versatility is a major part of our squad. We're going to have to use a squad this year. So we'll see. And they must be so pleased. I know they paid a lot of money for him, but coming from a different country and the way he's bedded in so quickly must must be must delight the staff. Mm. Definitely, he's coming from day one. He's not had a big preseason. I think he played one preseason game for Milan. He looks fit to me. Um, played a good what hour hour seventy minutes tonight. Bit of a classic number nine, but he was he was he chases back. He works hard. He's got good technique, good movement. Mm-hmm. He'll be on the back line as well. So all good stuff. Do you feel? Uh, were you surprised that Moutinho played tonight? Not really. No. I guess really. someone had to. Nothing. Uh, no. Um, well, Jordao is is the one who Jordao is the only first team player who hasn't. Well, we think first team who mm-hmm. hasn't who hasn't appeared at all. Hasn't yeah. made the squad. Yeah. When he was here tonight, he was kind of nineteenth man. Doherty was here as well tonight. So yeah, I guess you're right. So someone has got to play, and maybe. A couple of times for me, he hasn't looked as sharp as he mm. normally mm. for some of the others. So maybe it was good to get um, uh, however many minutes he got in the bank. Yeah, um, Neto. A lot of people raving about Neto. You know, we just done our first match video. Ninety minutes, didn't he? Who did? No, no, no. no, no he came, came from Sorry, he was the first Sorry. substitution. I think. Yeah, but a bit more match sharpness. That's a good thing. And a lot of people raving about Neto. Um, you, you were pleased with his input, but maybe not so. Um, not so quick to say he's incredible, as some people are saying on Twitter tonight. No, 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 no. I think I think the the, the goal and the goal and assist can sort of mask <clears throat> it a it a tad maybe. But I thought he had quite a sprightly, bright performance. Looks to get on the ball. Looks to run at defenders. Good again. Good technique. Good pace. Good close control. I mean, he's he's all left foot, but he but he, he uses it well. He was cutting it from the right quite quite dangerously. And I think he'd be an option off the bench in the Premier League at this moment in time. I don't think he's got as much quality as um, Catroni potentially, but yeah, he looks he looks like a decent addition um, to the squad certainly. Uh, Max Kilman um, and and Vallejo at the back, obviously two newbies. And um, like I said, we th- I thought Vallejo looked good, although you know it could have been if he had a stricter ref, he might not have made much seen much of the second half. And Kilman, um, lots already been made about his futsal uh, background and coming in. Do you feel that? That both of these players can will, will get more game time this season, and can you see one maybe making the first team quicker than the other? Oh come on! I mean, if he's going to sign someone from Real Madrid on loan for the season with no option, he's not coming here not to play. So Balea will will play. I'm sure. I, I don't think he's. I don't think, from what I'm told, I don't think he's ready to go straight to the Premier League. And I think we'll see Bennett. Bennett will have that shirt for for the opening weeks of the season, and then maybe they'll look at it after the international break, perhaps. But he's not going to be in Dendonka where they don't bring him in until Christmas. So, like I said, they've paid money to bring him in on loan. Real Madrid won't have sent him not to play. Well, that's what I'm saying. They won't have sent him not to play. So, is that not to play just generally or not to play as in he's going to be well, one of the one of the front three? Sorry. sorry, the back three, you know, the back starting three. Um, well, there's going to be lots of games this year, right? There's, mm-hmm. there's hopefully going to be six more Europa games before mm-hmm. Christmas or mm-hmm. eight more, including the Torino games. So, it was hard, it's hard to judge him tonight. I thought... What you could get, what you could get, a good handle on was his technique and his passing out the back, which is which looks better than Ben. It's really uh, in terms of a couple of really nice searching long balls, particularly that made it over for Catroni, including one for the goal. But defensively, 
it wasn't really tested, so it's hard to judge. I think with the, such an intense game against Man United on Monday, you know, Ryan Bennett's your man for that one for me. Mm-hmm. And Kilman again, uh, nervous start. I thought he did well um, as the game went on. Calmed a few nerves again, a nice couple of chips over over the defence. But again, defensively, we've not really seen what he can offer. I think he'll be one for, for Carabao Cup, really, for Kilman. OK. Um, anyone else impress you tonight? We've got to talk about Morgan Gibbs-White in the first, uh, first senior goal. Like I say, he's got a bit of stick. Um, but you no, know, that's two goals now. I know one was in pre-season. But, um, but look, it's important, isn't it? Very important. Very important for his confidence. End product's what we, what we said we want for him this season. So he, he got his nice goal in the Asia Trophy. Really well taken. And tonight, um, there's not many players in the Wolf squad that would do that, I think, with like a late searching run into the box. Perfect place at the right time to bundle it in and it'll do his confidence a world of good. Mm. And I'm really pleased for him because I'm sure as, as a kid who's grown, up with, who's grown up with social media, he'll have seen it all. The stick he's mm. been getting. It's it's not a huge amount, it's just here and there really. Just really kind of snide little pathetic comments saying what, like, like what I haven't seen them. Just kind of saying uh, he's 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 not good enough or he shouldn't really be involved in the not shouldn't really be involved in the first team. Um you've got to trust Nuno's judgment on this. Nuno's the one that's kept him, he's not sent him out on loan, he would have had the option to do that. They've decided that that they want Morgan in around the squad. He's a nineteen year old kid from the Academy, he's got an incredible amount of talent. And he needs that. That needs to be nurtured, mm-hmm. and he needs positive support from from mm-hmm. everybody. It's 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 only bits here and there. But I, I put a tweet out defending him tonight, and a lot of people have kind of replied saying, "Yeah, like, well said, Tim. You know, it's ridiculous the stick he's been getting." So people have obviously seen it. I just hope that kind of um, you always sh- hear more sh- from the detractors sh- and the sh- people sh- who people don't. Up. You know what I mean? You always hear the negative side of things rather than the positive side because people are just very happy with what they see. It's always the people who are. Who, who are quick to, to judge and quick to comment, those are the ones who maybe... So that's why it resonates really more with you, but I'm sure there's 99 to 1, isn't it? Or You get it more with academy products and, and people who've been with the club for a long time. I don't know why. Or just British players, would you say? Maybe, yeah. Maybe there's a perception that they're not going to be good enough. I think I think if, he, if he'd been brought in this summer from Portugal or Spain or whatever, then people would be thinking, bloody hell, this kid's got loads of potential. He's, he's made a good contribution in the opening weeks of the season. And we're really excited about what he can offer. And for me, that, that's where he's at, really. That's what we should be talking about. Were you annoyed at yourself? He'd already used filth many times before Jota came on tonight. Mm. Mm. Oh, my God! Give it to me! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine the, the shoot on the other side of this door, by the way? <laughs> I mean, I know it's a private box. <laughs> Maybe not listening with your headphones on, people. Hmm. Um, oh. oh. Wow! <laughs> Why are we not win awards? <laughs> Believe me, we're not win awards. <laughs> as soon as you go, we're going to be nominated. Oh, it dude. was incredible. Me and, oh. me and Brassington. <laughs> 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 Sorry, JP. Uh. Oh goodness oh, me! Oh dear! Oh what a goal! <laughs> what a goal! What a goal! Oh, so sexy, baby! Just uh, well, goal of the season, probably. Uh, probably, it's the goal of the season. It. There's not going to be many goals better than that, is, is it? Gonna, August sixth, August fifteenth. Mm. Is it going to get any better than that? No. Phenomenal technique. Puny keepers voted for it just now on Twitter. <laughs> What's his name? We're just <laughs> number, one, number one. <laughs> 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 It's nice, 25. Oh, no. <laughs> Who killed his son for as well? Poor guy. The biggest moment of his life. <laughs> oh, dear. 
so sorry. So sorry who? Andrea. Oh, Andrea. <laughs> I'm so sorry, pal. We'll see you soon. Um, <laughs> we're just we're just so lucky to, to, that we've got goals like this to witness at mind. Mm. The, the technique on show, A, from Jimenez with his little lob. Yes. And B, Jota just does what he wants. Just stunning technique. A player at the top of his game. And I know he fluffed his lines at Leicester on Sunday, but apart from that, he's been exceptional in pre-season. Him and Jimenez, I can see them scoring a hatful in the opening mm-hmm. weeks of the season. I think Leicester was a one-off, um, and he's yeah. going to score, he's going to score a lot. I really do think so. Yeah, and he was he was still brilliant last year. He's still probably the best player on the pitch, apart from those two missed chances. You know what I mean? But well, he was brilliant. Apart, apart from Willie Bolly, I would say he was the best yeah, player yeah, on the pitch. Yeah, definitely. Oh, he was taking them on on his on his own at mm-hmm. times. Great mm-hmm. chances at will. So it, it, it'll. Oh, I'm no concerns about about Jota certainly. Um, they're going to have some big, 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 big transfers um, at the end of the season. I'm sure offers, big offers for for Jota. They have to. For me, I love Raúl. I think he's the most important player we've got in this squad now. Jota, honestly, for me, well, both of them are incredible, but and integral to this team. But yeah, it's a tough one. You look all over mm. the pitch. So many key players now in this in this team. Yeah. Uh, what, so if I had to use, if I had to lose one of Jota, Raúl, and Neves, it would probably be Neves. Um. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. If I had to, if I if I had to, Jota, had to Jota just offers something a bit unique, mm. really, for me. He's a bit of a force of nature mm. in his strength, his close control, and his creativity, mm. and his attitude as well. He's phenomenal, actually. He's a superstar in the making. Absolutely no doubt about that. And he's so and young as well. Forget how young he is. Yeah, absolutely. He's what twenty-two. Mm-hmm. It just again highlights for me. I know he said at the end of the window, and Nuno said it as well. How important it was to keep everyone together because. I said it before and I say it again. This team's getting better. Jota's getting better. Neves will definitely get better this season. Vinagra's really come on. Traore really come on as well. Mm-hmm. Massively mm-hmm. benefiting from a full pre-season under Nuno. Um, Patricia, I think, will be better this season. Dendonka will be better this season. It's my, honestly, my firm belief that this team will get better. And I know people are disappointed about a couple of maybe extra signings didn't come in. I'm not sure they need them. I know it's only Punic, but... They've looked in good nick for a few weeks now. You can trace it back to Newcastle, Man City, when they got the nil-nil and lifted the trophy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the four Europa games, I thought I thought um, on another day they win it at Leicester. You obviously got the goal that was ruled out and Jota and Jimenez having a slight off day in front of the goal. Otherwise, they'd have won that. And we're talking, if they did, we'd be talking about a phenomenal few weeks with, sure. with one goal conceded, an own goal, mm-hmm. and lots of goals scored at the other end. They look really good to me. Really good. They're in a very good place right now, the whole squad. They are, and we'll, we'll be previewing um, the big game on Monday night against Manchester United shortly. Uh, however, we are, we're going to Italy next week. Our flights are booked. We are going to Torino, baby. Uh, Turin, 27,958 capacity stadio, Municipal Benito Grande Torino. What? The Stadio Olimpico we're going to. Stadio Olimpico Gran Torino. Yeah, looking forward to it. It should be good, yeah. I'm buzzing. Yeah. I'm absolutely buzzing. Buzzing. I honestly, I love my Italian football. And I, I've, I've. Were you a big Gazetta? Yeah, Gazetta, yeah, exactly. I've read a, few, read a few books about it. I'm a real kind of student of Italian football. Mm. Um, well, you're not a student of English football, so listen. <laughs> and the super good, super good tragedy was in 1949. And, it, and Torino's kind of glorious and yet tragic past. Mm-hmm. Um, why are you making that look with your eyes there? No, I'm just looking. I'm just looking at um, their nickname, the Bull. Oh, well, well, we've got one of them. <laughs> <laughs> he nearly joined Torino. Did he? Mm. Really? Yeah, they wanted oh. him after 1990 World Cup. Mr. Bull. 
yeah, uh, uh, well, they're one of our favourites on Chapman Torino, to be honest, because you want to kind of revive that glorious past they had of winning. God knows how many titles it was in a row and um, provided 11 of the Italy team, I think, at one point as well. And uh, all ended in, in the worst tragedy imaginable when the whole mm. squad got uh, killed in a plane crash. Uh, just outside of Turin. So I look forward to going and seeing that, uh, the monument up there on the hill um, next week. I think it's a fantastic tie and one that will really test Wolves, but I, I am confident in their current form that they can get through. But it's it's a real tie to savour, a real big European night. Yeah, looking forward to it. I mean, um, look, it's a, it's a small, it's not a small stadium, it's a smallish stadium. Um, but Turin started well, obviously won 6-1 in aggregate, I think it was. Uh, yeah, against they, FC Shakhtar but they, they haven't had too many games either this season well, well they've had none in, in mm. Italy you know, if you look at their um, the Europa League what they've done in the two qualifiers they've mirrored what Wolves have done yes absolutely two, 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 two heavy victories mm-hmm. um, the Serie A campaign starts uh, the weekend after the first Wolves game so they'll be they'll be a little bit behind Wolves in their in their preparations you, you might think so mm. hopefully Wolves can take advantage of that on the back of a, a perfect warm up um, being the Man United game on, on yeah. Monday, so we fly out Wednesday. Uh, they're Friday until Friday. I've got. I mean, we've got to go and do some food. I mean, I've never done Italy, like I said, because of the calories. But if we're going in and out there for two days, we've got to get some decent pizza and pasta. If we've any Italians, any people have been to Turin before, give me some food recommendations. We want the best of the best. I want deliciousness. Oh, it won't be short of being Italy, mate. No, I know, but yeah, I want. I want. Oh, you yeah. know, we're only there for a couple of days. I want. I want good wine. I want great pasta and I want simple but delicious pizza. I don't want to go to these, you know, I mean, fan, I love a fancy dining restaurant. Don't get me wrong. I love a three Michelin star restaurant, but I want I want where the locals eat. That's what I want. I want fresh pasta. I want fresh pizza and I want it in it. Sorry? I want it in it. What? What am I looking for? What, what word am I looking for? I don't know. Well, I want, I, want, I want five or six of them while I'm there. Five or six? Pizzas. Oh. Yeah? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, do, do you want to kind of ogle at ladies in the in the street um, and then and then cl- purse your fingers together and say "Mamma mia"? Oh, "Mamma mia"! <laughs> What's your favourite um, pizza topping? Would you say? See, I think you've got to go with what they say, which is probably a margarita, right? If you're going to try a proper pizza over there, best pizza I've ever had in my life. I've mm. told you a story already. Mm. Were cost me five euros. Donna meat made in like a st- <laughs> Donna meat and chips <laughs> down in Dudley. Made in like a what's it? Oh, stone baked oven. Yeah. Um, within like two minutes, mm. glorious mm. sausage and blue cheese. Oh, I'd say that's, that's not you're not that's, you're killing you're killing the flavour there. All you're going to taste is is blue cheese and meat. Yes. No. I no. We've got to go less in the ingredients. If you want tomato, you want a good base. I, I mean, I, I'm partial to an anchovy. I'll be honest. You know, me and a little bit of fish. Mm. No, a few olives in there. Um, but no, I think you've got to, I think three or four ingredients. That's all you need. Pepperoni. Yeah, but well, bit salami. No, I don't. You know, I don't think you need to. It's going to be delicious. I'm looking forward to it. Me and you shall be going. So we're going to put on a few pounds, aren't we? But I don't mind doing it in these kind of conditions. We'll walk it off. We'll walk it off, yeah. We'll have a, we'll have a wander. We'll get lost a few times. Um, but they, like you said, they should win, shouldn't they? Decent players. They've got some decent players, haven't they? Wolves are going to be favourites for the tie, but Bellotti up front is is the main threat. He's Mr Torino, Italian striker. I'm sure he's had opportunities to leave there. He's like mid twenties now. Scores a lot of goals every season. I think he scored four already in the Europa qualifiers as well. So he's there, Jimenez really. Mm-hmm. 
They, they, he, rest, they rested a lot of their main players tonight as well. He's the obvious danger man. Zaza's another another very good player. The um, another Italian international didn't didn't quite cut it at West Ham, mm. but he's um, he's another focal point for Torino. Don't not to be confused with Zazu, who was uh, the bird <laughs> in Lion King. Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> um, so they're going to provide a, a formidable, formidable <laughs> test. Oh! I mean, they're grateful to be in Europe because they weren't in there originally. Um, AC Milan were in there, but then with their financial difficulties they're in, they've kind of foregone their position. So oh. Torino, not 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 a great history in Europe, or, or if, if one at all, really. So, But this is a massive opportunity for them to get in the group stage as well. That's the way that they'll be looking at it. Yeah, looking forward to it. Should be great. Can't wait. Um... We've got some questions from the peeps. Should we take some questions? All 78 questions. We're not going to be able to get hold and get through them tonight, um, but we'll, we'll do as many as we can. How's that? You ready? Yes, absolutely. You ready? Uh, George, what are we drinking in Torino? What are you going to drink? It's got to be red wine, doesn't it? I won't be drinking anything but red wine. No. For 48 hours. It could be men behaving badly in Torino. I mean, it's your last week. You might as well go out with a bang. I mean, if it's men behaving badly, it's blow up dolls and lager, isn't it? But Well, I, again, you're not... <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're leaving to no, <laughs> I know, well, that's, that's the sitcom in it I've been watching that recently well, yeah you watched that on the plane you watched so we're, we're on the plane to Armenia no China he, was it China yeah stop bringing the table bring your laptop out and men behaving badly I mean out of all the <laughs> seven episodes that's cultured cultured viewing like, what are you doing cultured viewing oh man. god now if I was going to go proper cultured viewing and comedy slapstick I'm a big Faulty Towers fan oh yeah yeah brilliant no yeah, it's all right, yeah. Oh, it's way better than men behaving badly. Uh, it's okay. Oh, no, come on, man. Absolutely superb. Um, he also said, uh, how calm and promising did Vallejo look? Very good. Mm. Very composed. Grew into the game. I thought it was a solid debut. Lord, a, pr- a promising debut. Lord Jason Guy, will there be a film made about the Yerevan 48, not 47, 48, Tim? Yeah. Mm. Did a story on Mr. Steve Bishop this week who turned up 18 minutes from full-time oh, after being God. delayed in Moscow for five hours. Oh, God. Um, they finally, they were finally about to land in Armenia and they'd had, they'd had a technical problem with a plane. Oh, wow. And they're 300 feet from the floor in Armenia and suddenly the plane starts going roop, 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 no. side to side. No. So they have to lift it back up again. No. 20,000 feet and then he finally managed to land it. Said it was a hairy landing, got, got a round of applause from the from the passengers anyway he doesn't care about this but he, he just wants to get to the match yeah as Mr Games since 1976 oh my god and he's in danger of missing one. Oh my god so he runs through the airport yeah uh, taxi driver bombed it bombed it for him yeah well, I think they just do for everyone because they drive like maniacs oh yeah, they were cray cray and then he had to get through three security cordons without a ticket because obviously all the Wolves fans are supposed to pick their ticket up oh yeah at the ground from a, from a Wolves member of staff they'd all gone so he finally managed to get in. How did he get in then? Uh, he, he blagged his way in. And did some, he? Someone managed, to, someone managed to give him a ticket in the home end. Wow. Got in in the home end, then managed to get round, round the stadium wow. while he was in the stadium. Wow. To be away and meet with his mates. And then he's back on the plane home at eight in the morning. Oh my God. Fair <laughs> play. Yeah, yeah. And Nuno was, Nuno was very, very gracious and he was delighted with him when we asked, him, asked the question in the press conference about him. He did. He gave a nice little answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice... It's a nice story. And Steve's become famous this week. He's been contacted by TalkSport. Has he? And The Sun and The Mirror and all inferior publications. But, you know, fair play. Mm, very good, very good. Um, well, Heath Wolves, why didn't End Judas Style wear the cow t-shirt they promised us? Hasn't arrived yet, but I will be wearing it in Chirin. What? I'm going to wear the cow t-shirt in Chirin for our post-match video. Oh, uh, where did that come from again? What have you... Uh, Crusaders, I think. 
What did you? Um, I just made a bet that I, I made a bet with the peeps that I would wear it if I think I was taking the mick out of the cow t-shirts and it got shared a load of times. So I'll go and wear it. I wear in Turin. I wear in Turin. You gonna wear one as well if I buy you one? No. You sure? Uh, yeah, I don't want to. Okay. Okay. Uh, David Sutton, how come Nathan has never had a Tunnock wafer biscuit before? Oh my god. I did it for the first time yesterday. It was unbelievable. So what, what happened? I haven't asked you about this. What happened? What? Why have you ended up buying this? So the missus um, was having one of the days where she likes she likes to go on a dessert run um, late at night, and she brought these caramel wafer biscuits home, um, and also these digestive things you can get now. You know, like the chocolate layers on them, so the little mini thin digestives, you no know, McVitties. Heard good things. Very yeah. good, very mm. good. So we bought a box of them home, and I had one of these wafer things. Incredible, mate. Incredible. Absolutely delicious. I've had four today. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like you. I know, I know. Shocking, isn't it? I haven't been very well, though, but you, you can't tell I haven't been very well. Um, so I haven't been eating much. Uh, Duffy. Thomas Duffy. Duffmeister. Duffman. Star Wars or Star Trek? I've never seen either. You? you got to go Star Wars. Star Trek's bang average. Is it? Yeah. Never seen either, mate. Really? No. Not interested? No. Zero. Not interested in any of the... Tried to watch the start of the first Star Wars, and I was just like, this is rubbish. Wow. Finley Crow, watch Torino's away allocation. I think it's one of them where if you don't watch it when you're a kid, mm. and then you try and watch it when you're an, when you're an adult, yeah. someone showed me The Goonies a few years ago. Oh, Goonies, like, brilliant. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. What? In my life. What? Are you joking? It was abysmal. Oh, my God. Didn't Get out. The plot. The what? Joke, the joke. What? It's, it's absolute classic. The acting. Uh, what? Wow. It was, it was diabolical. Sean Astin. I didn't, I didn't finish it. I thought it was terrible. Oh, yeah. When did you when did you first watch that film? About 1988. There you go. When you were what 15? You're. I'm not far off. When I was eight, you douchebag. Get out. Uh, not far pratt. off. It's uh, if so. If you don't watch it when you're a kid, I think that's brilliant. Like Indiana Jones, never seen that. There's loads what? Of, loads of, loads what? Of Get out. Cult classics I've never, I've just oh never seen. It's too late God. for me now. I had a deprived childhood. Yes, you did. Um, <laughs> some of the stuff you watch these days though goodness me <laughs> Finley Crow uh, what's Torino's away allocation I don't bloody know mate. do you not know it's Thursday night the game's only just finished so I don't know okay alright well <laughs> <laughs> no I don't know I don't know a lot of people were using this as a bit of a break though weren't they they're not just saying one night and, and, and why not these are the type of places yeah. you want to go and enjoy yourself well, I hope, I, do you know I, I don't know what the UEFA uh, rules are in terms of allocation but you'd hope we get two or three thousand Certainly by the fact that it's not going to be on BT Sport, from what I gather. Oh, really? Unless they change that. Um, the away leg isn't due to be on telly at this point, so let's hope that many people get to see it as possible. Matthew Scrivens, should they reach the group... Screw up! Rob! Yeah. Should they reach the group stage, will Wolves' lack of recent European experience count against them when it comes to seeding slash difficulty yes. of possible yes, teams they could be drawn yes. within the group stage? Could it set up a group of death type scenario? Yes, yes it could. Oh. Yes, it could. Always a good question, Scribble, to be fair. Always Very a good. good. Question. I checked my friend yesterday with a worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. Oh, I like this. I like this. So, well, I don't like it, but you know what I mean. As it stands, mm. and things may change. So it's groups of four. Mm -hmm. Not sure how many groups, maybe eight or so. Mm -hmm. And it's done in, in like the World Cup draw, a seeding pots. So yeah. you pot one teams, the best teams, obviously, mm -hmm. so Man United, Arsenal, mm -hmm. Roma. Mm -hmm. Then you pot two teams, mm -hmm. then you three, then you four, and they're all drawn like that. Always going to be a four. At the moment, Wolves are the top pot four team, oh. I think. 
So they'll need a couple of teams above them, which is likely to happen given the amount of qualifiers they've got left, okay. to lose and then Wolves get through and then they'd be in pot three. Right. It doesn't make a huge amount of difference, really. No, go on. If they're in pot four, the worst case scenario, mm-hmm. and this is before you get Champions League teams coming in, mm-hmm. like Celtic are, mm-hmm. and now could be in, mm-hmm. the, in the group stage, for mm-hmm. example. But of the teams that are sort of in and around it already, your worst case scenario is Roma, PSV, Espanyol and Wolves. Oh, God. Uh, now, that's what, obviously, that would never happen. Um, there are some jaunts in there. You're more looking is at there? you're more looking at nightmare long trips to Kazakhstan and Israel. And is there? That. Yeah, of course, mate. Oh, okay. Belarus. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, yes, uh, of course, um, they've got absolutely no experience in Europe whatsoever since 1980. So you're going on the. Um, coefficient of your country but that only gives you so many points so mm. you, you've got to have experience in Europe to get up that ladder mm-hmm. Wolves are the newbies if they get through Robbie who would you rather fight Traore or Bolly? you got to fight one you got to fight one to the death who is it going to be well, Traore's end product's quite poor so I'm not, I'm not sure wow. you could finish me off really <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah talking about finishing you off uh, Sam Spencer what category should I upload Jota's goal to on Pornhub that's one for you, mate, I think. Wow, <laughs> incredible. Touche, my son, touche. Um, Andy Hodge, a couple of people have said this, actually. Where is Sace going? Looks like a goodbye at the end of a game, bringing his kid on. There's a few people who have said this. I didn't. I missed this. I was obviously outside the ground. Did you see that? Yeah, he had his kid on the pitch with him at full time. But Any reason why? Is that a bit a bit weird or not? No? Don't know. I don't, think that's, I don't think that's a goodbye. I'd be amazed if they're... I know. No, from what... His name came up, I think it was linked with Besiktas, while the tra- while the English transfer window was still open, and I was told he's, he's going nowhere. So it's too important to let go. So I don't see what that, why that would have changed now, to be honest. You see him as one of the senior players, especially in that team tonight, don't you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, oh, yeah he's, he's straight. He's, he's he's almost kind of 12th man, really. Mm, You've got mm. your first 11, and mm. then he's he's right there because he can play defence or midfield. He's far too important to, to let go. Look, just pulled up the, uh, the seedings here. I mean, in pot one... Just to give a flavour, you know, you've got flavor, Arsenal, flav. Arsenal, Man United, um, Besiktas, Sevilla, Wolfsburg, Lazio. But you can't, can you get drawn against a fellow English team, can you? No, you can't, no, you can't. You can get drawn against Scottish teams, but not fellow English teams. Well, they're all bang average. And then you go down to pot two, you've got your PSVs, Celtic, Copenhagen. I'd be happy to get Celtic. Mönchengladbach. And then pot three, again, you take a step down, St Etienne. Eintracht Frankfurt, of course, did very well in the competition last year, got to semi-finals. Feyenoord, Espanyol, Getafe. And then you pop four Wolves with the likes of Rosenberg, Stad René, Maccabi Tel Aviv. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a quality competition, you've mm-hmm. got to say, and there's, there's definitely a worst-case scenario in there. Although this list hasn't been updated because it's got Porto in there, and I'm sure they got dumped out the other night in a shock exit. Did they? Oh, no, it was Champions League. Sorry, yeah, of course, oh, not okay. the, the Europa League, yeah. Yes, they did. Yeah, lost three to at home to uh, Krasnodar. That'll be good for Nuno, wouldn't it? Going back to Porto, he'd love that, wouldn't he? Well, having to talk about talk about that to dozens of journalists for two weeks. Yeah, 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 a long press conference tonight. Uh, Benjamin Middleton, if Morgan Gibbs White smells like heaven, what does that injured star smell like? Um, think you wear a new shirt. Yes, I'm wearing a new shirt. Yes, is that okay? But a new shirt, I've a new haircut, I've a new shave. Who trying to impress? Well, you know. We're coming to the end of your stay now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, you, ne- you, I've never, you, despite the amount that you sweat, you sweating more and more. I'm concerned about you, but it's, uh, but you know, it's, it's not bo, it's not bo. No, no, no. You sweat a lot, but it's clean sweat. Yeah, it's clean sweat. Yeah. Pure sweat. Yeah, I'm very, yeah, I'm very much into my hygiene and moisturizer. Yeah, deodorant. Well. You need to get a new antiperspirant, I think. But well, I use I use Kiehl's because um, I don't like any alcohol in it. Burns my skin. Very sensitive. Really? Yeah, that and my. You and alcohol doesn't go well. I tell you no. what, I've been speaking to. Uh, you know, we've got my leaving dude coming up. You're all invited. Where is it again? Leaving dude coming up, <laughs> and people people asking at work. Is, is, yeah. Is, is Nathan coming? No, they're not. They're asking what I coming. Yeah, yeah, because you've never been seen out in Wolverhampton before. I've never gone to anyone's leaving do ever. In fact, I went to someone's for one drink, but I've never been out to an official leaving do ever in the, my nearly five years here. So I think don't really like anyone. People are like, "Oh, is Judah going to go for it?" And I'm like, "I mean, I've, I've seen you after two drinks. Mm. Um, it's all downhill from there. It's not great. We'll be starting at six pm. I mean, to see how long you last, really. I'm definitely going to be on the waters. For I'm going to have to go water. Drink water, drink. I think. I think Are you going to do a thing where you um, do your lads, lads, lads thing and, and endear yourself to everybody by buying everybody um, a round of vodkas, shots of vodka, yeah, or sambuca, and then you have a little shot of water for yourself. Wow! And, says and, and, says you, and you says and, you who brought that to those two birds. You had one water for yourself, and you got all the tequila. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, pre-season. I remember. What? What? What are you talking about? Oh my god, wow. Getting everybody drunk. When? I think it was Switzerland. Switzerland? What yeah. I, I don't remember. We're all, we're all partying in Geneva. Oh yeah. There was all of us, the staff. Yeah, yes, um, I remember that. Yeah, yes, yeah. and you, you got you got a shot of water and all the rest of it was 10 tequilas. Right, okay. so now he's talking about himself here. Wow. Wow. But what, what Judah does, he buys a round of shots, clear shots, he has a shot of water for himself, he... he he, no one knows that it's water except for him mm. but he pretends that it's vodka so he mm. does the whole kind of squeamish kind of faces mm. pulling faces mm. so everyone thinks he's one of the lads that's a lad classic it's another one it's tequila though when I, it's all yellow when I've got one clear one <laughs> messed that up as well before oh dear ah. what, what's with the rest blue socks says Dave Harris weird it was weird wasn't I thought, it I thought it looked terrible yeah is that the actual official costume I guess so. The, the linos were the same uh, with the with the blue socks. I thought it looked awful. Do you see future walls for Bruno Neto? For who? Bruno Neto. Bruno it says Bruno Neto. I mean, he's he's got an amalgamation there. Right. Okay. Pedro Neto and yeah. Bruno Jordao. So it must be slash Bruno Neto. Uh well, Neto looked pretty good tonight. Yeah, but Jordao is he really going to be the? It's impossible for me to say. I, the, the, the only thing I kind of know about how much are they paid for both that, of them together? Uh, it's roughly about twenty. So do you think that's split evenly? Don't know. I mean, they come as a pair. Weird, weird setup. They came, well, they, obviously they, we don't. They came, <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, Lazio signed them as a pair. They were on loan with Lazio for two years as a pair. Uh, they obviously enjoy each other's company and uh, can't be separated. So the the other thing I know about 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 Bruno Jordao is that he's kind of a technically gifted. Centre midfielder can play the six or the eight role, but he's a little bit behind Neto at, at this moment in time. So when we'll see him, I don't really know. But they don't need him at the moment, so okay. Got plenty um, of midfielders. 
Nice to see Wolf scoring a different manner tonight. Not seen too many squared tappings in the Nuno reign. I loved it. It's a bit of Man City. Says Nick Arnold. Bit of a Man City style, really. I must have had a word of them at half time because remarkable, really, that, that the three goals they scored in 10 minutes were all getting in behind the defence and playing one across the six yard box. Mm. Um, Punic were not, not wise enough to, to stop it and it worked really, really well. It's, it's a good route to go. Mm. Um, Man City got it down to an absolute T. Timmy, you're going to have to quieten things down on the Twitter with your, with your, when you move or you still be using the word filth. Um, I mean, I don't know what the rules and regs are at my new employers. <laughs> But you can still have the old filth, surely. Yeah, I don't know about the casual swearing, but really, I don't know. Don't know. I'll just RT you. I'll just, I'll just, <laughs> just, you can comment on mine. That's fine. Uh, I think that's about it, really. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah, Daniel Fortune. A lot of people saying Jesus or Benno, but you're saying that Bennett's got the shirt. I think so for now. I'd, I'd, I'd be, I'd be really surprised if they threw Vallejo into the heat and intensity of Monday night against Man United at home okay last one Tony Minobili. Uh Tim who do you think will score more goals in all competitions this year Jimenez okay <laughs> or Jota or Catroni Jimenez just I think yeah but Jota's assist that but it's going to be it's going to be scary I'm excited. I think Catroni's got goals in, though. I do mm, think that. Definitely. Don't you think? We, we, you said he's got seven goals in him the other day. Have you changed that now? No, in Premier League goals, I said. Oh, OK. Not in all competitions. Right. How many in all competitions? Eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, right. So we uh, so Thursday night. So, so look, they've conceded one goal all season. All season? Mm. Who's that goal? They haven't conceded a goal to an opposition player yet. No, incredible. Ryan mm. Bennett, the only one um, at Crusaders away. Uh, so we go to Manchester United, of course, won 4-0. Um, against Chelsea I see this game on Monday night as a bit of a 50-50 really to be honest I know everybody's praising Manchester United but I think that it maybe flattered them slightly that scoring could have been a lot different if Tammy Abraham mm, had yeah. gone in that, that totally. shot at the post uh, Wolves of course fantastic great memories of last season uh, two victories at Molyneux I, I can't wait for the game and like you said I think in the in the post-match video that it will be a really good lead-up to Torino. And, of course, it's incredibly important as well. Premier League, you want to get your first win um, of the season. Um, how do you see it going? And do you think that they've got a great another great chance? I just pulled up a, a picture of this keeper we've been slating on. Uh, look at him. Look at, it. look at his little face. Oh, bless him. Only a mother could love. <laughs> What's he called again? And Andrea. Andrea. Number 25. Andrea. I'll tweet a picture out of him. Yeah, with, uh, bless him. With the podcast. Um, at him, at him as well. Um, so I'm really... seven followers. Really, uh, really looking forward to it, actually, just to see, can Wolves replicate, you know, what they did last season? I think Man United will see him coming mm. and it'll be a bit of a revenge mission for Man United. You know, Wolves put a real dampener on the, on the end of their season with those two wins in quick succession. What was it? May, um, March 16th and April 6th, I think it was. So, two... Sorry, I'm boring you here. Sure, it's twenty to one, man. I need to go to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, it's it's going to be a great, a great occasion. It really is. Monday night, packed house. Mm. It'll be a fantastic atmosphere. It'll be a great atmosphere. Yeah, really well. And I think I think Wolves, like I said earlier, are in a great position right now. They're in a really good um, place, physically and mentally. They're in good form. I can see them giving Man United a real good game. Mm. Like you say, that score line definitely flattered Man United on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, their team hasn't changed really much from, from last year. They brought Maguire in, James is on the bench, 
other than that, it's pretty much the same. 11. Yeah, they're playing Martial more and more up top now, aren't they? Yeah, but Pogba, you know, God knows what's going to happen with him. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we catch him on another off day because he had a couple of shockers at Molyneux yeah. last season. And the key will be really stopping Rashford for me, really. I think, I think he's, their, he's their danger man. And cutting the supply line from Pogba and just getting at them, getting in their faces mm-hmm. like, like they did so successfully last year and hitting them on the counter-attack and using Jota and him and as his strengths. And if, if they do that, then they can beat him again. And you, you think the team pretty much picked itself either side, wouldn't you? I don't see anyone being displaced. You, you, you two that you're looking at are probably, we've already discussed Bennett, and you're probably looking at the wing-backs. Mm-hmm. But I really don't see him changing either. And the rest of the team, the whole team picks itself, but... Looking, looking back on uh, on Sunday now, promising start from you, or a slightly frustrating start? Um, I thought it was a good performance against a good team. Leicester really, really up for it. Great atmosphere at home. It was first game of the season for them, and I thought Wolves did really, really well to restrict their opportunities. You know, they just had that one Vardy chance that he should have put away. Other than that, Patricia has had nothing to do really, and I thought. It was an outstanding defensive performance at times, particularly in the second half and towards the end of the game. Bolly really came into his own, and I, I, th- I think I think to stop Leicester scoring at home is a massive achievement. All that was missing was a finishing touch at the other end. I mean, Wolves probably created more chances in last year's game and lost, but they're a little bit more open that day and pretty naive. And you know they've come on a, come a long way since then. I thought it was a really kind of really like accomplished away performance. You know, mm. to to go there, like I said, and not concede any chances except for that Vardy one which came from a fluke shot, was impressive. And they're hard done by with a goal, as we've, as we've all discussed to death. And if Jimenez and Jota have got their shooting boots on, it could have been two or three. So I'm, I was really heartened by, by that performance. And, and you talk about Jota and Jimenez. I mean, you can get out Man United, can't you? And that, that strike force is as good as strike force in the Premier League, really, for me, um, as a two. They're so they're so full of confidence that they, they they believe they can do anything and and they can. Mm. If you get them the ball in, in the right areas, then they can destroy any defense. Mm. So I'm convinced of that. And they're they're both going to score a lot of goals this season, and they're both looking good form. And it's hard to talk about favorites. I mean, United will probably come in. United will come into its favorites, but yeah, they're they're, they're evens favorites. Uh, Wolves just just a shade bigger than two to one. Uh, but like I say, I say it's a 50-50 game really I think it's good that they've got a victory on the board already Man United it's not that, not that they'll take their foot off the gas mm-hmm. but, but it's good It's good that they've that they've got that I think they'll come here in confident mood I still but, think if you've Solskjaer a draw you'd probably take it you know but that's what I mean I, th- I think I think, I think um, they'll be scarred by what happened last year mm-hmm. absolutely it wasn't so long ago and it was both quite, under Solskjaer wasn't it yeah, yeah absolutely they'll still be quite fresh in their memory but I think this is not a game that they'll be looking forward to no Absolutely not. Wolves away on a Monday night. It's, Molyneux is a very tough place to go. Yeah. They do not lose many matches here. And with that crowd behind them, Man United will know they're in for a, a hell of a game. A hell of a game and a hell of a beating. Can't wait. So um, let's finish it off with some predictions. I'm going to say Wolverhampton Wanderers 2, Manchester United 1. Hmm. I mean, it's it's a really big week. I just put put uh, on Twitter. It kind of feels like a, a March April type week. Yeah, you, know, you, you get those kind of season defining weeks, especially with thing. the international break coming up. Absolutely, uh, you, you know, and you look at the Burnley game as well at the end of it. A massive week, Monday to Sunday. 
with a trip to Torino, a massive game in the middle of that. Mm. It's a big, big, big week. And they'll, like I said, they're in a good place and they'll be up for it. But it'll be great to get the week off with a victory and head to Torino full, yeah, full, full of beans. It, re- it really, really would. And for me, the big thing with Wolves is the defence looks so solid at the moment and I, I, can, see them edging, I can see them edging it 1-0. Um, could you see a scenario, let's say everybody stays fit, of them playing the same eleven in all three games? Um, no, I think we'll see changes for Burnley. I think Burnley is where we'll see Vinagra, it's where we'll see Traore, it's where we'll see Catroni as well, probably. Okay. Um, I think that's where you'll see it freshened up a bit. Maybe Saiz would come in. That's the that's the easier one. That's definitely the easiest game of the three. And even I, though you would ex. If it's the easiest game of the three and then the best chance of getting, let's say, three points, you don't go with your strong side and hope that that's the three. You've got to see how, how they come out of that Torino game, but also you've got to look ahead. Mm. You've got Torino at home, yeah, shortly after Burnley, mm. and then you've got Everton away. It's, it's such a tough period, but he's not going to play the same 11 for all five matches. No. Certainly not. And you've got to make use of this squad. Mm-hmm. Traore and Vinagre have got plenty of football behind him in recent weeks. They both look good to me. They both look ideally suited to, to, to Burnley at home where they're going to come and try and frustrate Wolves and play with in a very organised, resolute kind of fashion. We know Sean Dice lines his teams up, probably 4-4-2. And that's when you want your overlapping wing-backs to, to, to attack and get at them. And I think Vinagra and Traore would be earmarked for that game, in, in theory. Cannot wait. Um, mm, our next yeah. podcast is our next podcast shall be, which is incredibly our penultimate podcast oh. together our penultimate podcast together we are hoping um, and if Wolves are very kind we'll be doing it after the Manchester United game hopefully after a win here and then we'll give you details of, of hopefully a little bit of a special end um, in, we'll, a, in we'll, a couple of weeks time we'll do some. we'll do something we'll do finish. something yeah we'll do something we'll do something uh, make sure you peeps are are ready to go um, it's going to be it's going to be fun it's going to be great can't wait to go to Italy but of course Manchester United is first up fingers crossed Three points. Thanks for listening and putting up with us. I'm sure sorry we were rambling a little bit tonight, but it's tiring. We need to go to bed. See you later for me and Tim. Bye-bye.